Hey everyone and welcome back to the Karina Duffy podcast. I am Karina, your host, body and mind transformation coach. So you're very welcome back. I have a very special guest on today. We are still on Real Weight Loss Stories. I'm so grateful for everybody that comes on to my podcast and has come on to my podcast the last four shows sharing their weight loss stories, whether it's seven pounds to seven stone, because the feedback I'm getting is phenomenal. People are getting so much worth out of the different stories, the different outlooks from people with weight and the different um, tips and tricks as well. So Caroline has, you'll see her before picture within this podcast. When I saw it for the first time, it's the first time she showed this picture in public. She was like, I'm in a good place now. I've put up the before picture. I was like, you could see the sadness in her face and just the whole, I am done with this now. I'm done with everything. So as Caroline said herself, losing the weight and finding the Slimming Club, Slimming World for her saved her life. She's just a completely different person and it's so, so, so nice to see. And the good thing is, now that Caroline has experienced exercise, lifting weights, what it can do to your body shape as well as lose weight she's just going to be such a wealth of knowledge now to her members in her slimming clubs which is the way it should be because exercise is key as well for your mental health as well as changing your body shape every woman should lift weights so without further ado i will let caroline explain her own story herself and she does it so well I better start at the beginning so that everybody else knows about me. I know you know me, sure. We've known each other since days off. Like, um, I suppose for me, like my struggle with my weight as a kid, um, I was way underweight. Like the doctor was saying to mom, seriously, like you need to let her into the table 20 minutes before the rest of them and let her, you know, get a good dinner into her. Like, so all my younger years, I was like the puny one, the skinny one, the tiny kid. And then when I hit secondary school, I suppose, really, and started getting my own little bit of pocket money and, you know, going downtown at lunchtime and all that, like down to Tommy Cheevers, buying all the sweets and whatever, um, I started to slowly gain weight, like through first year, second year, third year. Then in fourth year, I kind of became aware of my body and aware of my weight and that because at home, like, there was never anything said about weight. Like you just, you were who you were. You, there was no thing like you should be this way or you should be that weight. Just you were who you were and that was it. But in fourth year, I kind of became aware of my body, my weight, my size, all that. You know, started getting conscious going out with the girls and all that. Like, And um, I suppose I started dieting from then. And like, I've tried everything. I tried the lotions, the potions, the pills, the tablets. You name it, I have tried absolutely everything to lose weight. Um, I remember like there was one, the plan I was following before I started following Slimming World, I remember going to bed nights at seven o'clock in the evening and half seven in the evening and crying myself to sleep because the hunger pains in my stomach were that bad. And I had my food allowance for the day was completely gone. So I couldn't eat anymore. Like. And uh, I followed that plan, like I followed it religiously, but that was always me, like I could follow any plan religiously to a T, but it was when I'd come off the plan, that's when the problem was. Like with that plan, I lost uh, five and a half stone in 20 weeks with that plan. Came off it on New Year's Eve and by the 14th, the 18th of March, 
the following year, like it's only two and a half, three months later, I had four, four stone of the five and a half back on. And it was just, it was another one of those kind of like, oh, here we go, another failed attempt. And then my sister, ever persuasive as she is, started on about, oh, you should try Slimming World. She was just, oh, I was so sick of hearing her talking about it, like, that it was kind of a case of, oh, do you know what? I'll just go and I'll join and I'll prove to her that it doesn't work. And then she'll shut up and leave me alone. Like, but I came up with every excuse under the sun. Like, I was working in a pub and I was doing a computer course as well at the same time. And uh, oh, Monday didn't suit me, Tuesday didn't suit me. There was one on in Tume on, um, I think it was on a Wednesday, a Wednesday in Tume, but I'm living in Ballinasloe now, so Tume was too far away and all this. Like, and my partner, like, bless him, like, he's the best thing that has ever happened to me. He was there and he was like, oh, well, do you really want to go? Like, and I was there going, yeah, yeah, of course I want to go. Sure, I hadn't a notion. I didn't want to go at all, like. And him being ever helpful said, um, oh, look, there's one on over in Athlone. And then I was like, oh, busted. I was like, well, sure, I don't know Athlone. I wouldn't be able to drive over there. I'd be real nervous driving over there and whatever. And he was like, oh, I could drive you over the first night. And, you know, you'd know where you'd be going then after that. And I was kind of like, right, okay, I have to join. So I went over and I joined anyway. And I went in, I fully went in with the intention of thinking, I'm just going to follow this now for a week or two, prove to them that it doesn't work. And then they'll all just back off and leave me alone and I can just go back to being me again. And uh, in you remember talk the first night with my consultant, she, um, she was talking about, you know, free foods and speed foods and speed free foods. And I was kind of like going, huh? Food is food to me as far as I was concerned. But I did hear her say the one thing that stuck out in my head was she said that I could eat potatoes, rice and pasta as much as I wanted. And that kind of made me stop because I was kind of going, okay, potatoes, rice and pasta. Like when you're trying to lose weight, like they're normally the devil. Like, you know, you don't eat them at all. You cut them out completely. But she explained that, you know, it's everything in moderation and everything in proportion, you know, proportioning your food on your plate was kind of like the biggest part of it. But I joined anyway and I took her at her word. I had spuds twice every day that first week. Because I was kind of thinking, okay, if this is going to work, like, I want to be sure that I can still eat a spud and still lose weight. And yeah, after the first week, I went back and I had 11 pounds off. Never, never, never looked back after that. Like, I was literally just, it was mind blowing. Uh, in the first kind of first, I joined in March, and on the 23rd of December, I picked up my seven and a half stone award. So it was literally like, Room. I just literally flew through the weight loss. And then uh, my consultant was saying to me, oh, there's an opportunities event coming up. You know, we're looking for consultants. You know, we're expanding the team and would you be interested in it? And I was kind of going, not a notion. And I came home to Joe and I said to him, oh, wait till I tell you what Pauline said to me. Tonight. And he was like, oh, no, yeah, what's she saying? And I was like, oh, she said I should become a consultant. I started roaring laughing. And he looked over and he was sitting there dead serious and kind of like, Etcher, why don't you? I was like, because uh, I don't do talking to groups of people. Like, I'm fine one-to-one. -one. I'm grand here now chatting one-to-one -one with Ukraine. Like, but, you know, standing up in front of a room full of people, that would not be my comfort zone at all at all. And he was like, 
look, why don't you go to the opportunity event anyway? See what you think of it. And sure, we'll, we'll talk again after that. So we did, we went off to the opportunity event. And um, we heard all about it. And what kind of, what appealed to me most of all was, like, I've seen the massive, like, life change. And I would even go so far as to say how life-saving that Slimming World was for me. And I was just kind of thinking, you know, if I can do that for somebody else, or if I can even have the tiniest little part to play in somebody else getting that feeling, like, that's going to keep me extremely, extremely happy in my job and in what I do. So I kind of thought, mm, okay, maybe I might think about it a little bit more seriously. And we came home from the opportunities event and we were chatting away about it and himself said, sure, look, try it. You know, try it for a while. See how you get on. Once you make your investment fee back, you know, if you decide you don't like it or whatever, you can you can give it up after that. So I opened my own group on the 30th of December. 30, I think it was the 30th of December um, 2013. I kept rocking on with my own weight loss. Uh, made the rookie mistake of stopping going to my own group as a member after a couple of months because I was at my target. I had reached my target. Like I had lost 10 stone overall. I had reached my target and everything was happy days. And I made the rookie mistake of stopping going to my own group because I knew it all and I was a consultant anyway. So I was fine, you know. But like what I didn't realize at the time is no matter how long you're doing something or how long you're following a plan, you still need to support. You need to put your member's hat on and you need to sit in that chair and be a member every week. The same as your members need to be a member every week. Like. Um, but yeah, everything went grand for the first kind of while. I kind of kept my weight down in that. And then about two years in, about five years ago, um, I got struck literally in the middle of one of my groups on a Tuesday evening and got struck with this overwhelming feeling of like absolute completion to total dread. I'd never felt anything like it before in my life. Hadn't a clue what was going on. At one point I thought I was getting a heart attack or something like that. I hadn't a clue what was going on. Um, got through the group anyway and went home and spent two days, literally two days, not able to pull myself out of the bed and just feeling wretched like I'd never felt so bad and so low in all my life and couldn't control the thoughts that was flying around inside in my head and couldn't understand why I couldn't control them and the more I was trying to think about it the more confused I was getting about it all but eventually anyway after like two days my thoughts started to turn self-destructive so at that point then I said right get yourself up out of this bed get into that car and go to the doctor so I went to the doctor and he told me that uh I was suffering from social anxiety. I absolutely, I burst out laughing in his face. I was like, me, me, social anxiety. Are you sure? Like, and he said, yeah. you have all the symptoms of it, everything that you're describing, how you're feeling, all of that. Like he said, that's, you know, that's what it is. So he put me on a course of treatment. And of course I went into self-pity mode then cause I was sick and poor me I needed mind and then I needed looking after so by being silly just being pure silly with my food not being you know not being as conscious and not being as aware of what I was eating or what I was putting into my body and I suppose looking back now more importantly why I was eating and why I was putting the food into my body like just by doing all that like I gained back I say I gained back maybe 
five and a half stone of the 10 that I had lost. Now, at the same time, like I was really disappointed in myself and I was annoyed with myself and all that. And that went on for a good while. And then actually <laughs> watching your uh, Instagram story, or I can't remember, was it Instagram or Snapchat? It was either Instagram or Snapchat anyway. I was watching one day and you were talking about weightlifting and, you know, challenging yourself and that it's good for your mind, body, soul. And I was kind of like, maybe I should, maybe I should start something like that. Like maybe that might be what I need because I had started, um, I had started walking and listening to music to get myself out of my own head and to stop my thought process. And then I thought, well, yeah, I don't really know about that. Like, you know, I don't think that, that would be for me or whatever. And I kept watching your story and kept watching your story. And uh, after about three weeks, like you were saying how you had really you had started a new program and you were really getting back into the lifting weight side of it. And I could see the changes in your body. And I was kind of going, do you know what? Be worth a try. And I actually messaged you. I don't know if you remember that or not. I messaged you at the time and I was like, going, oh, Jesus, you're looking mighty. You're doing great. Like, and you were saying, oh, yeah, you know, it's brilliant and you should try it. Like, get yourself a personal trainer or whatever. And I was thinking, so I kind of I started chatting to a few of my friends here in Ballinasloe and I was chatting to one of the girls, Julian, and she was telling me that the guy, Paddy, that does fitness classes and stuff like that I know like because he has his own you know fitness business PS, PS fitness and uh, I messaged him and I said you know it's just wondering would you be interested in doing some PT sessions and he said yeah yeah you know what are you looking for so I kind of went through and I said well you know I need to get some weight back off but I want to make sure that I'm toning at the same time because what I don't want to end up happening is you know, lose all the weight and then be left with like two stone of skin hanging around your body and need to go and have that surgery removed. Like that's what I didn't want. So he worked up a program and he did a program for me and I started lifting weights and like the first day I came home after the first proper gym session where I was lifting proper weights, like doing deadlifts and squats and all that, like I messaged you and I was like, Oh my God, Duffy, you were so right. Like I'm absolutely buzzing. And to be fair, like I wouldn't have ever been afraid or shy of the gym. Like I would have gone into the gym and I would have done my own bit in there. But I would have always looked over in the corner at the weights and been like, oh, meatheads, you know, lifting weights. Like what's the point in that shirt? You know, you're not going to get any good out of that. Like until I started lifting weights. And then I realized, oh my God, like the buzz that I get from lifting weights. And like, there's times, you know, you go in and like, he'll go through a program with me and he'll say, right, so this is what we're going to do today. And like in the beginning, I was kind of like going, eh, that's what you think we're going to do today. Because I was thinking to myself, like, you know, there's not a notion of me being able to do that. But I would give it a go. Like, I'd always be that kind of a person that, like, I wouldn't give in easily. Like, I'd give it a go. And if I failed, I failed. If I wasn't able to do it, I wasn't able to do it. But, like, touch wood, thank God, he has never put anything up to me yet that I haven't been able to do. And I just, I love it. I love the buzz that I get afterwards. Like, there's times when I'm doing the workouts and, like, I call him, bless him. 
he like he has a heart of gold. I call him every name under the sun and I tell him I hate him and I'm never coming back again. Uh, but as soon as the workout is done, like I'm buzzing and I'm on top of the world. And one of the things I actually had to do was every say every day I finish a session, like my sessions uh, would normally be um, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. So when I finish my session on Wednesday, I arrange the session for Friday because that way it's already prearranged. And like, I know at times I can be a devil and I can be like, oh, I don't really feel like going today. So I just won't contact him. Whereas if I have, you know, the session already arranged, prearranged with him, I won't not turn up because then I'm letting him down and I don't do letting people down like, you know, but I absolutely, I have to say, Karina, thank you. Like, cause it all started from me watching your stories and seeing you lifting weights and, just gave me the, you know, the courage to go and do it, like to, to get started with it. But it's definitely best things that I ever done. Best thing I ever done. And you sent me on the pictures as well one day out of the blue, and I couldn't believe the difference. Yeah. yeah I was yeah. like, and how did um? We just rewind back to the diet before Slim and Word. We'd say, what what was yeah. the diet? Was it shake diets or just juice diets or just not eating at all? Yeah. It was all the different ones. Um, some of them like were other weight loss plans that I followed that just didn't suit me. Um, then there was other like juice diets where you you replaced meals with shakes and stuff like that, and you were taking tablets all the time. And at the time, like they were grand and like they do get results, but like it's not maintainable long term. Like you can't you can't sustain eaten that little amount of food long term like, no? and the funny thing is if you you wouldn't have been able to lift weights either could you imagine now lifting weights on that little food oh you stop yeah like even when i'm when i'm doing the weightlifting like patty always says to me on the days that i'm weightlifting make sure you have your porridge oats for your breakfast this morning because you're going to need it and he'll start laughing then like haha you know make sure you're gonna have it because you're going to need it like but it's so true you wouldn't like it was it's really like I barely had the energy to move around and just do the general day-to-day -day stuff in the house life, let alone to be able to lift weights or go for a walk. Yeah, it's not nice. We all did it. I did it as well. And yeah, I did it. I don't know why I did it. Just did it just to see, would it make me feel better in myself? And it doesn't. It makes you feel worse. Because it was the latest craze and it was it was the fashionable thing to do. We'll all do these juice diets. we lose like two stone and... We won't care that our skin has gone to crap and our eyes are falling out of our head. Like, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it was what everyone else was doing. And if everyone else was doing it and getting results, sure, why can't I do it and get results as well? Like, just yeah, I think, yeah, I think there's a lot more transparency out there now where you see people online and you'll know if they look like absolute crap. Yeah. That we're not going on that diet anyway. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But see, the thing about it is, diets never like. I I hate the word diet, and I'm trying to change. Um, I'm even I'm trying myself at the moment to change my vocabulary around food and uh, what I say. Like, cause you know, I'd have this habit of being saying like, "Oh, on plan" or "off plan," and like essentially there's no such thing as on plan or off plan because everything we eat is all food it's all a food source just some of it is better for us than others like if i'm saying oh i was off plan there yesterday like straight away i'm feeling guilty and i'm beating myself up over it and there's no need because 
you're going to have good days and you're going to have bad days like but it's just the way I need to look at it and change my mindset is it's all food at the end of the day it's just whether it's higher in nutrition or lower in nutrition do you know that's it's just trying to change the way that I think about it and the words that I use because like I'm getting a lot more into that kind of side of it as well and into the you know don't beat yourself up over it it happens just if you have a bad you know if you have something that you didn't really want to have that's higher in calories or whatever than you wanted to have just draw a line under it and move on just make sure that your next meal is is what it needs to be I was about to say is on plan <laughs> but, but you know I suppose there's no point there's no harm in saying on plan because if you have a goal in mind and you're heading towards somewhere that you really want to be like you kind of have a plan to get there as in yeah you know it's like if someone came to me and said, I want to build my legs, they're really skinny. I'd be like, okay, we need to get a plan for that because you need to be strategic in, you need to do legs, squats, do you know that kind of way? So, yeah, true, yeah, so you do, you have to follow a plan. If you have an end goal, you have to follow yeah, a plan so to get I, there. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, know yeah. What you're, I know what you're saying though is in the guilt because I suppose you're, you would have been, I suppose you're trying to, you, you fall probably back into the whole, previous diets in the past like the shakes and yeah. all that and you probably yeah. get the fearful moment of going oh, can't be saying that word that reminds me of the time that you know yeah. I was starving yeah but look right now I did it last week again to myself like last week I was like this is it now I'm going to be real focused and I'm not going to eat spuds now for this week like why I didn't want to eat spuds the girl spud didn't do anything on me it was what I was putting on the spuds that was causing the problems like but I just decided that, you know, oh, I'm not, I'm just not going to eat spuds now this week. And I went all week, I didn't eat potatoes and I felt absolutely miserable. I was cranky as a bag of cats for the whole week. And I was up weight at the end of the week because what I was missing out on from eating my proper like breakfast, lunch and dinner, which is religion to me now, it's just it's the norm. I just get up first thing, breakfast, lunch and dinner. Um, but because I wasn't getting the feeling and the satisfying feeling of a proper meal, I was eating all the time. Now, it wasn't wasn't eating bad foods either. Like I wasn't eating high sugar, high fat foods, but it was just sheer volume of food that I ate that week was absolutely ridiculous. And I was up weight. And then in the week just gone, I had my spuds. I had my cereal every morning. I had my spuds for my dinner. And like, most days I'd have like a salad with a load of chicken or something like that or ham or whatever in the middle of the day. I felt so much more satisfied. I had my bag of Manhattan popcorn planned in every day, sat down at nighttime and had it, had my hi-fi bar and you know the week was so much easier. I was so much happier and I stepped on the scales and I was down two and a half pounds. Like, do you know what I mean? So it's yeah when you when you pull when you pull something so filling and satisfying out of your diet you are going to fill it up somewhere else without even realizing yeah, yeah, yeah. it you'll yeah. be picking picking all day and next thing all of a sudden and come here how did you manage with the weight because i know when you start lifting weights this a pound's a pound whether it's a pound of muscle or a pound of fat yeah. a pound's a pound on the scale so sometimes did you find that you weren't losing at the beginning lifting weights or did it mellow out it was more inches um, was it it kind of it's the first kind of the first week I think I lost something like four pounds or something like that but I made the deal with myself when I was starting that I wasn't 
going to look at the, the pounds every single week. I was looking at it that it was a 12, sorry, a six week program that I was doing. And I wanted to look at the overall picture of the six weeks. Because like, the, 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 I suppose you have to monitor it week on week as well to keep yourself motivated and to know how you're getting on. But like the number on the scales, and I say that to my members all the time, like the number on the scales is not the be all and end all of everything. It's how you're feeling, how you're looking. Um, so the first week, I think I lost like four pounds. The second week, I think I had a loss as well. And then there was like a maintain and then there was another loss again. But like when I looked back over it, like I did have losses and I did have gains throughout. But when I looked back over it, the weeks where I had the gains, I might not have been as regimental with my food as I was other weeks or I might have just been having a hungrier week so what I don't what I did was kind of wanted to look at it over six week period rather than looking at it week on week so what I ended up I did two two six week programs so I did 12 weeks um just after Christmas and in the 12 weeks I lost 14 pounds but I dropped two clothes sizes like it was just phenomenal and the feeling like just it was like almost being a different person just being like the change in like across my back like that picture like the picture speaks a thousand words you can step on the wind scales every day and you can see pounds lost but it, it doesn't really equate to meaning anything until you put two pictures side by side and see the physical difference it was just phenomenal but my body shape now is completely different. So we'll say where I might have been like a size 18 before, I'd be a size 16 now at the same weight. Do you know what I mean? So I've kind of taken the focus off scales and kind of accepted that the scales will fluctuate. But once I know that I'm following the food plan to a T and I'm getting my workouts in and I'm I suppose most importantly being in a good place mentally as well and not beating myself up over the small stuff like but once I know I'm doing everything 100% right I'll always say right every four weeks take a picture and I have them first set of pictures that I sent to you that day I genuinely don't think I will ever let them go because I don't think I've ever taken pictures like that before with my stomach showing and stuff like that like that was so far outside my comfort zone that it wasn't even funny like and poor Denise my my trainer's uh, fiance she obviously knew that I would be real self-conscious so she was like oh come on I'll do the photos for you and I was like which oh, <laughs> yeah, body confidence and everything it's completely different yeah oh it's pictures are key because this you know yourself the scale fluctuates with periods everything and it can put you in a bit of a downer if that's the only thing you're measuring but the pictures like i see it all the time with the girls lifting weights they put two pictures side by side because the thing is about weights you can feel a bit heavy sometimes because of the muscle you feel solid and that can be sometimes misinterpreted as weight because you're yeah. solid I used to get that feeling. I used to be like, oh, I'm definitely, now I always go up a bit of weight when I lift weights, but I'm ha I'm okay with that because I know that my inches are coming in. So yeah. when I weights that time years ago, really heavy weights, I went up seven pounds altogether, but I was small 
and solid. I was like a rock. But yes. as, I, as I was lifting the weights, I was like, God, I feel really heavy. But then when you put on a pair of jeans and the top of them are kind of loose, you're like, oh, this is great. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Just so down. Definitely, yeah, it definitely does. Like, it, it makes a difference. You have to... Um, kind of not focus so much on the scales because the way the thing about it is like and it's it's something obviously because I work in the weight loss industry as well that I get a lot like people say oh I've been exercising so I haven't lost any weight this week but like a pound is a pound regardless whether it's a pound of fat a pound of muscle a pound of feathers or a pound of coal they're all the exact same weight but just their mass would be different like a pound of fat might be, or a pound of muscle might be like the size of your closed fist, whereas a pound of fat could be the size of your head. Do you know what you mean? Like it's too, you just have to think about it like that as well. So Caroline, was there a turning point for you where you thought you hit rock bottom and you needed to lose weight? Was there that, was there that turning point? Yeah, what it was. So we'll say my current partner, I was married. I got married at 23. I was married for seven years. And it just didn't work out for one reason or another. We separated, we went our separate ways. I was living at home with mom and dad for a year, a year and a half. And then I met my current partner, Joe, and we started going out together. We were only a couple of months going out together and we went to London for just for kind of a mini break, a weekend away type thing. Because I had never, I think I had only left the country like two or three times in my whole life up and until that. And uh, we went to London for the weekend and I had, um, I'll never forget it, my cousin Trisha, actually I don't even know if she knows I had her jacket on. Sorry Trisha, if you're listening. <laughs> I did have your Donegal rally jacket. <laughs> but it was a red bomber jacket that I had belonged to her and I was wearing it and like I loved it, I wore it everywhere. But um, I was coming out the door of, I don't know where I was coming out the door of and the side of the jacket was on top of the door and it and of course, the inside of the jacket was white. Hello, like, who puts a white insert on a red jacket? Like, so I was going around for half the day, kind of trying to pull the jacket together and put my arm down at the side, you know, to keep it in so that you couldn't see the white inside. Because I just didn't want to go shopping. Like, I hated shopping. I absolutely, I would even go one further to say that I despised shopping because I didn't shop for clothes. I shopped for what fit. I didn't look for things that I liked. I went into a shop and the way I looked at it was I went to the back of the rail. Was there a size 24 or size 26 there? If there wasn't, I turned around and I walked out of the shop again. And I'd always get very like petty and angry when I'd be shopping. But uh, I decided anyway, I needed to get a coat because we were going to a West End show and I couldn't exactly turn up to a West End show with a big ripped jacket. So we went shopping and I'm not kidding, Karina five hours like poor joe the poor man he has to be the most patient man that has ever been born five hours he spent walking around the shops with me in london trying to find a coat that would fit it was absolutely nothing to fit and it was kind of like it put me out of my comfort zone for so many reasons because he was going around and he was picking up jackets and bless him, like he didn't want to, you know, insult me. He picked up like a size 24. He came over at one point with a size 18 and I just kind of looked at him and <clears throat> yeah, one arm maybe, you know, that whole jacket may fit one of my arms and that'd be it. It was kind of, it was like it was an embarrassing situation because 
like our relationship was so new and I was shopping with him for a coat specifically for me. So it wasn't just like we had gone shopping before and he'd go off and do his shopping and I'd go off and do mine. But we were simply just shopping for the coat for me. Five hours that man spent walking around London with me looking for a coat. And eventually, um, oh, I can't remember. It was, it was one of the big, I think it was like an Evans shop or something like that. And we went in there and I got a size 24 coat and I went into the fitting rooms to fit it on. And I literally, like, it came within like a couple of millimeters of closing properly. And I was just going, oh my God, I can't take this anymore. I need to get a jacket that's going to fit this piece of end, this shopping trip piece of end. So I literally went, sucked <gasps> it in, closed the jacket, zipped I walked out to him and you know the way when you're holding your breath like your shoulders are nearly up at your earlobes and I walked out and I said to him I was like so what do you think and he was like yeah yeah you know it's it's a nice coat like is it comfortable <laughs> he was trying his best like he was trying to dig me out god love him and I was like yeah yeah it's fine yeah yeah it's fine it's fine and I went back into the dressing room and I just, I had made the decision that I was getting the coat and I just wasn't going to close it after that day. I wouldn't be closing it. I kid you not, I unzipped the coat. And as I unzipped the coat, it was like as if I just lifted a dam that was sitting behind my eyes. I bawled my heart out because I just thought to myself, like I'd had bad experiences shopping before. And it wasn't that that was a bad experience. I think... It probably because it was that particular shop we were in I had had a horrible experience in that shop here in Galway when I was only a young one buying an outfit for a wedding and I think it kind of brought back those feelings of hurt and everything that I had felt that day and when I unzipped the coat I literally I made a promise to myself that I was never, ever, ever going to let myself ever feel like that again. That like I was never going to let myself feel that low and feel like, I suppose I was kind of feeling embarrassed. But looking back now, I didn't need to be because Joe was with me for who I was, not the size that I was. Like people always say to me, oh, when did you get with Joe? And I'm like, oh, no, like we're eight years together now. And they're like, oh, so you were with him before you lost the weight? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I've been with him the whole time. And it's just like, he didn't care whether, and he still doesn't care. He doesn't care whether I'm a size 28 or a size eight, not that I ever will be. All he cares is that I'm happy. Do you know what I mean? That I'm happy, but it was just, that was kind of what it brought back to me that day. And I swore that day that I'd never let myself ever feel like that again. And that's then when we came home, my sister, we had parked my car in her house in Dublin. And she came out and she picked us up at the airport. And of course, we had a couple of bevies that night. And me and her were chatting. And I was telling her about what had happened on the shopping trip. And of course, with a few beers in, then the tear ducts were very close to my eyes again. So I had a little snivel for myself with her again that night. And I think that's then why... She kept saying to me, try Slimming World, try Slimming World, try Slimming World. And it was like, I was thinking to myself, oh, it's going to be another one of those things that it's great while you follow it. And as soon as you come off it, you'll pile all the weight back on again. I just think to myself, you know, I've wasted enough of my money, enough of my time. I've tried everything. The lotions, the potions, the pills, the tablets, the cabbages, you name it. I've tried it all. 
But then I think that's why she kind of kept reminding me that Slimming World was there because she knew how much I really, really wanted it. And I suppose I can be like that sometimes that, you know, I do want things for me and I wanted to make my life better, but I would never put myself first. I'd always make sure that everybody else was looked after first. And then if there was anything left over, I'd look after myself. Um, will, what's next for you? You'll still continue with your cycling now anyway as well. And you yeah, still the, the cycling and the um, getting the cycling in and getting the, the classes in online and that. Um, but I suppose what's next for me is I want to I want to get back to a comf where I'm comfortable in my own skin because like I suppose to, to, to kind of take it at another angle, I need to be comfortable in my own skin because if I don't love myself now, I won't love myself when I get to my target weight either. So I need to be comfortable with who I am and where I'm at. And I think definitely, you know, the exercise side of it and the feel good factor that I get from that is helping me to accept like, you know, I would have always had a very negative self image, um, which I'm sure you're well aware of over the years, I'd be the first one kind of put myself down and I, I'd always have a jab at myself first. Because if I got in there with the insult myself first, didn't leave any room for anybody else to get in there with an insult to me. Um, but whereas next for me, I want to get back to, say, a comfortable, like, size 14. I was never, I'm never going to be a sick insect. I was never meant to be, like, a size zero or anything even near it. Like, I'm five foot eight and built accordingly, as the saying goes. Um, so, like, if I could get back to being comfortable in a size 14 and maintaining that, I genuinely think that, both lifting weights and exercise, it's its just, it's a part of my life now. And it's not something that I could ever see myself going away from. Now, Paddy has big ideas that, you know, when, uh, when I get to where I want to be, that I'm going to start doing like deadlifting competitions and stuff like that. Like I laughed in his face, but look at, let's face it, eight years ago, I laughed in, Pauline's face when she said I become, could become a Slimming World consultant. Never rule anything out anymore. I'll never say never. Just it, what happens, happens. Well, you open up opportunities. That's what I say. When you open up different avenues and different paths and different like hobbies, you open up new avenues and new groups of people within them avenues as well that oh, you're yeah. broadening up and you're like, oh, I might try that if you're doing it. We'll see how we go, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's definitely like, I'll give it a go, see how see how we get on with it. Like if I get into it and I suppose that's something that I'm more comfortable with now as well is, you know, say if we start doing a program of, you know, for the deadlifting or something like that. And I just think, you know, a couple of weeks into, oh, Patty, this is not actually for me. I'd actually be fine with saying that to them where years ago I would have just said nothing. I would have grinned and bared it and shut up and say nothing and stay in the corner and keep doing it like. Whereas now I have the self-confidence to actually speak out and to say what I want. Whereas I would have never, like I would have never had that confidence before. And that's another massive thing that for me, that the weight loss has brought. Like, yeah, weight loss and everything has just been completely life-changing. I'm going to say now, Caroline, I think that's loads, Caroline. There now everyone will get loads of work out of that that listens well, to hopefully, it. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully. Because like, I mean, you had mentioned this to me ages ago and it was another one of those things that I kind of went, 
ah, yeah, sure. You know, what would anyone have interest in me for kind of thing? Until I thought about it and I thought, well, do you know what? Maybe like, maybe it could be the difference that someone that knows me might be listening to your podcast and thinking, geez, I never thought I'd see Higgins, as he all used to call me, you know, going to the gym or lifting weights or anything like that. And if I can help or encourage one person to follow a plan, any plan, doesn't have to be slimming world, any plan. If I can, you know, motivate someone to get out there, start following a plan, start lifting weights, start running, start walking, whatever it is, whatever tickles your fancy or floats your boat like, if I can encourage one more person to get out and do that, then happy days, job done. Yeah, and it, and it's true. That's why I do my job. If one person only feels good and not be like watching their food going good or bad food or whatever like it's it's that's it it's your job is done you don't even realize Korean. like there's people like that you've been influencing and motivating like you've been motivating the marbles and start again you've been motivating me for a lot longer than what you know like i was following your story on Instagram and on Snapchat and on Facebook like I've been following your story for years like obviously because we're friends like but pretty much since you started your fitness business like I've been following your plans and even just like seeing the changes that you've gone through everything that you've gone through and you're always so happy but you always were though you were always very cheery and chirpy like you know it's just an absolute inspiration and I don't think you even realize the amount of people that you're helping on I don't think I do because <laughs> sometimes I, I feel like I suppose because I've been through every bloody emotion myself like you know yourself yeah. family stuff everything that I always like uh, you have to be real with people at the end of the day like this yeah. is the way it is and to be honest when I started 10 years ago I'm a completely different trainer now than I was 10 years ago because as you said education is power like yeah absolutely knowledge absolutely. is power but even we say like I, I've often said this as well that like when I joined Slimming World first and I started my weight loss journey with Slimming World and I lost seven and a half stone in nine months, I'm a different person now to the person I was back then. The person back then had never really experienced anxiety, had never gone through like I can honestly say I've been through some of my darkest days in the last four and a half, five years. And if it wasn't for the fantastic support network I have around me between my family, my friends, and of course, my ever suffering partner. Um, if I didn't have that support network, like I wouldn't be here today, definitely wouldn't be here today. But I'm a different person now to the person that I was back then. And sometimes I kind of catch myself comparing my weight loss journey now to my weight loss journey back then do you know what I mean and kind of going oh well you know I was able to knock four and five and six pounds a week off back then I'm kind of going but you're a different person now you're dealing with a whole completely different set of circumstances now to what you were back then like you know yeah and that's it and like it's it's nice I know I know what you're saying because I get it like I I get it where I would have worked out in the past and ate in the past for my emotions controlled a diet because I couldn't control my environment around me to different things yeah, like that. yeah 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 when or you can't now, control anything else you can control the food that you're putting in your mouth control the food and the workouts that you're doing to nearly as a punishment because you can't control yeah. anything else where yeah. now it's just like I work out because I want to and because I really enjoy it I eat yeah. the food because depends on how I'm feeling 
Do you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It'll never be saintly. We'll always, we'll always know anyway when we'll see a picture of each other. If I see a spot, I'll be like, oh, Duffy had a takeaway. <laughs> when you see a filter on, on the camera, it's like filter moment again. <laughs> Oh, well, Caroline, do you know what? We guess how long we're talking an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, my God. Since yeah. you started recording an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know what? It doesn't, people are going to get so much worth out of it. So I'll just pre, I'll just pre warn people that this is a bit of a long podcast. So, and uh, break it up into two sections on your walks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So Caroline. Before we go, where can people find you for your um, for your work handle and all that? Have you Instagram or Facebook or? Um, I'm on Facebook. Yeah, uh, Facebook is Caroline S W Higgins. That's my my kind of main Facebook page. But if you look up Slimming World Balance Low, you'll find me there. If you look up Slimming World Mount Value, you'll find me there as well. So I have both Balance Low and Mount Value now at the moment. Um, I am on Instagram, but I'm on Instagram under a different name, Nails by Callie 1981, because uh, I started doing gel nails as well. I kind of did the course and stuff like that before the whole lockdown came in. Um, but I suppose the main thing I would be focusing on would be my my weight loss business or uh, weight management, whatever whatever buzzword you want to put with it. Um, healthy living side of things. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's Caroline S. W. Higgins or Slim and World Balance Low Slim and World Mount Venue. You'll find me under those on Deadly, Caroline. Well, thanks a million, Caroline, for coming on today. And um, if people got worth out of it, to let you know, me know, I always love getting the feedback as well, which is great because at least we know then that someone got a bit of worth out of it or helped someone along the way as well. Because as I always say to people, we don't get paid for this. It's just something we do out of the love of it. And it does help people. I do get good feedback that it does, so which is great. And um, Caroline, I will let you go. So, so thanks a million for coming on the podcast. No bother. Thank you very much for having me. And hopefully people will get a bit of work out of it, a bit of use out of it. And as you say, drop us a line and let us know what she thought. Yeah. We sounded like going Bay Fim there. Drop us a line and let us know. Yeah. <laughs> Caroline, thanks, Emil. Oh, thanks, thanks, Caroline. Bye. So guys, I hope you really enjoyed listening to Caroline's story. Not even about her weight loss story, but just where her headspace is now. And I don't think Anthem's going to knock her now. She's in such a good, strong mindset. Both she's mentally strong, she's physically strong. She's just, she sounds just so, so happy in herself. And it just goes to show your environment has a lot got to do with your outcome as well of how you feel and how you look as caroline said herself previous to this she was in a relationship that just wasn't good for her and it's funny because me and caroline got married quite young in her 20s late 20s and we separated nearly the same around the same time as well we just weren't in relationships that were good for us and when you're not in a good space like that or you're in a job that's just not good for your head or your mental state like it's okay to walk away and it's okay to leave and then all of a sudden opportunities start to open up you meet the right people you get the right support network around you you make plans i know Karen was saying i don't like saying plans but you need to make plans to move forward 
and you need a goal because a plan without a goal is just like driving a car without a roadmap and having nowhere to go. So I'm all for goal setting and I'm all for plans and I'm all for definitely getting the right support network around you and I'm just so happy for Caroline. I really, 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 really am. I'm going to be keep on watching her now to see what's next and watch her journey and to see will she just start doing weightlifting competitions and stuff like that you know so definitely go follow Caroline on Facebook as well and you get loads more inspo there as well I might even get Caroline doing more Instagram stories to kind of update us on her training schedule and all that so guys we have more weight loss stories coming up over the next few weeks so stay tuned I'm trying to get a good mix of people up we one of my members actually came to me Karina she came to me last year and Karina again has lost a lot a lot a lot of weight and when Karina came to me she had a lot of the weight lost and she was like I just want to tone up now and like that Karina is running her own slimming club as well and she's just going to be a wealth of knowledge for her members as well because she gets it now and Karina has actually got a lot of her members on to my Lean 30 workout groups where they all want to start getting the inch loss and the body confidence and the body toning as well along with their weight loss. It's just phenomenal how the weight loss industry is changing with the slimming clubs and it's just so nice to see. It really, really is. It's taking the focus off the scales and into how you look, your pictures and how you feel. It's just, I think it's just brilliant. Kudos to them all. I really do say kudos to them all for taking on new learning, and especially when they didn't come from a fitness background. Um, I just love it, I love it. So guys, I'm talking and rambling now. So thanks Emil for listening again definitely give us um, a dm let us know if you enjoyed the podcast let caroline know it's not easy coming on when um especially when you did suffer from anxiety to come on to a podcast and share your story but she did it with such ease and i'm so grateful for caroline for doing that as well so guys until next week thanks a lot.